Hello everyone, welcome to Cartoon Season. I am Tyler, and this is all about animation. You know, whether it be cartoons, anime, movies, it's a nice little safe space I get to talk about my passion. <laughs> um, but yeah, did I already say my name is Tyler? I probably, it doesn't matter, who cares. Um, yeah, today we're talking about Young Justice, Season 1. Um, this is a show that I started because I love Teen Titans so much, the Teen Titans cartoon, which was actually the first episode of Cartoon Season I ever did, so go check that out. I'm sure it's great. I'm sure, for, you know, first episode of a podcast is always the best episode. Everyone knows that. Um, but no, yeah, the, the, this is a show because I love Teen Titans so much, and I was like, man, I really wish they made more like Teen Titans type cartoons, you know, like, you know, I know there was other, like, there's other DC cartoons, but like, you know, you know, I wish there was like, obviously I wish there was more Teen Titans or my, like a spiritual successor or something like that. Um, you know, but everything I saw online with people kind of wanting the same thing, um, other people were like, Hey, if you want kind of more young, if, you know, if you kind of want more Teen Titans vibe, watch Young Justice, you know, it's, it's, it's very similar, you know, um, and that's true. You know, I, you know, I will say that, Teen Titans was a little more cartoony, a little more anime inspired, but, um, you know, I think so far it definitely is like, Hey, if you want more Teen Titans, but there is no more Teen Titans, watch Young Justice, you know, you know, definitely fills the void. Um, but yeah, so I'm gonna talk a little bit about Young Justice today, just season one. It's all I've seen. Um, I'm excited to watch season two, but we'll talk about season two predictions sometime later after we talk about, uh, the team. Um, I do want to touch on I think most of the team members, I don't know if I talk about every team member, but I talk about most of them, um, you know, kind of what, what the team is and what I like about each each character and kind of what they bring to the show. Um, and then also I want to talk about how they get caught up in big missions. It seems like, you know, they are young justice, right? <laughs> but it seems like they always get caught up in the actual Justice League type missions, you know, even though Batman doesn't want them to, <laughs> they always get caught up in it. Um, and so let us begin, I guess. First thing, like I said, I want to talk about the team a little bit, um, even though there's a couple members here that aren't Young Justice. Um, I want to talk about the team because I do like these characters. They're 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 fun. Um, so first and foremost, Robin, right? Um, first and foremost, because it's the you know psychic of Batman and you know whatever. Robin, right? Batman Junior. Basically, he's he's the young kid, you know, which um, we we do play around with a little bit where it's like he's young. You know, he's only like 14 or something, but that's uh, the, the dichotomy there is that he is probably the most, one of the most experienced when it comes to crime fighting, um, you know, you know, going next to Batman the whole time. And because he was trained at such a young age, um, um, he's very secretive. He's very secretive. Um, you know, again, Batman Jr., you know, doesn't really tell anyone about anything about his life. Um, but he's also a detective, <laughs> which is funny because he doesn't tell anyone about his life, but he knows everything about everyone else's life. Because <laughs> he's like, listen, man, I'm, I'm, I'm Batman, <laughs> you know? Um, and he's destined to be the leader, which is a nice thing that I, th I think they'll play around with more in future seasons. I don't think I mentioned this at all um, in, my f in my season two prediction segment. But, um, you know, I do think they'll play around with that more because that's something they talked about a few times during this season where it's like, he's not the leader because he's not really leadership material right now, but he is destined to be the leader because of his skill set, his experience. Like once he gets older, he, he's going to be the best leader that, you know, the team has ever seen. And that's no disrespect to Aqualad. Um, 
it's just who robin is gonna be you know and I'm, I'm excited to see that i don't know if we'll see it in the show like i don't know if that's like a show thing um but you know uh speaking of aqualad probably my favorite character of the show like you know even though like i know me and robin like going in i'd probably tell you that robin was going to be my favorite but aqualad turned to be my favorite i, I really enjoy robin um or aqualad <laughs> uh, man i can't speak um a great habit when doing a podcast is when you can't speak um so aqualad came from atlantis right that's really cool we do see atlantis a couple times in the show really really cool glad we saw that um he's 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 more the natural leader right robin has to grow into being a leader and once he does he will be the best leader but he's just aqualad just a natural leader right i think this has to do with his time in atlantis i think it has to do with his mentality and like his decision making especially with the big decision he made in his life that was a turning point with him leaving atlantis um so he he, he's a really good leader and uh, he makes tough decisions i think that's another big thing where we see an episode there you know one of the smaller arcs of the show is that there's a mole on their team and they have to figure out who it is and aqualad makes a tough decision of not telling them about the mole because he felt like that would be best and how to handle it and how to weasel the mole out <laughs> that's that's two animal references um you know so re- really really cool um also his powers are cool like he has like guns <laughs> sort of um but yeah Kid Flash. Kid Flash is the class clown. You know, we got some comedic relief in there. Always love to see that. And then he's the quote-unquote ladies' man, right? He's always trying to hit on all, all the girls, which, again, more of a class clown. We've seen this type before. Um, he is kind of, sort of, he reminds me of Beast Boy from Teen Titans. Um, but he's cool, man. I love him because deep down he does have um, he does have emotions, <laughs> which I know is a very high praise for you to just have emotions. But no, like he and you know he, he he really does care about the team like a lot. You know he's not just like making dumb jokes left and right. Like he really does care about people and um and uh, you know we do see that, um, which is fun, fun, fun time. Superboy, right? Superman clone. Love that about him. You know, with him under wrestle with being a clone of Superman. Like that's that's a huge burden. That's a huge cross to bear um half human and half kryptonian that's even worse because <laughs> it's like he's not fully kryptonian so he doesn't have the full kryptonian powers but he's also not fully human so he kind of feel like anyone on this team has the right to feel like an outcast but i feel like superboy is so unique in his outcastness where it's just like man like he he doesn't really quite fit in with anyone and he's not quite full anything and he's not just the sidekick to a famous hero you know because like robin robin has every right to feel some type of way where he's like you know like everyone always looks at me as like you know batman sidekick like i'm just another batman and i feel like everyone here used to be a sidekick so everyone here has that same you know sort of mentality and that was a big thing with like red arrow right right it was red arrow oh no green arrow Red arrow, green arrow, red arrow, green arrow. <laughs> Which one's the hero? Which one's the pet, the sidekick? <laughs> I think, I think red arrow, green arrow. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, Superboy. I think more than anyone. I think even more than just a sidekick. Like he's a literal clone. Like he's a clone of Superman. Superman is the most famous 
the, 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 the biggest hero, right? So it's tough, man. It's tough. Um, and he gets angry. That's another, <laughs> that's another thing within him too, is I think that's like the Kryptonian within him. Um, but also his past, like again, him, him bearing all of that, like he gets mad. Um, it's kind of out of control sometimes, but I, I do like that they played with that a little bit, and I think they'll do it a lot more in the, in the coming seasons. Um, Artemis, she's the other arrow hero. We always need more arrow heroes, you know what I mean? Um, she's suspected as the spy because of her past. Now, that's a really cool thing because she's a family to villains. Um, all of her family, basically bad guys. So she hides that a lot from her team, and I love that character characterization of her where she is a bunch of bad guys offspring and she's like nah i'm not i'm not about that you know i am gonna be here i'm gonna set this straight you know i that's that's not what i want to do i'm not in the family business you know keeping that separate um and i think there's a lot more stuff that they can play around with her character as well with that you know of like her being the daughter of a villain family like that's that that's that's such a cool thing to pin on someone um and, then, and it also adds to her insecurities because she she plays into that, you know. She doesn't want to, but she does. Like when it's like she might be the mole. It's like she, she could be, and she even thinks out of herself of like, they have every right to believe it. Like she knows herself. Like like you are who you are. Like you're inside your own head. Like you know that you're not the spy. <laughs> you know, like she can confirm that. But like it still gets to her because it's like they have every right to believe that. Because I have secrets. Not only do I have secrets, but my secrets are villainous. And not just figuratively, figuratively, but literally, you know, so it's like, why, you know, they're, and if they find out, they're just going to think I'm the spy because there's no reason for them to not think it. It's good. It's good, man. It's good. It's good character building, you know. Um, the Miss Martian from Mars, inherently. Um, Hello, Megan. That was a fun thing. That that was a twist for it to be like, oh, she does that because of a show that she watched. And not only that, but she watched the show because she wanted to be more human and more personable. Ah, oh, it's so good, you know? And then she has her true Martian form, which was great. That was a great reveal for her to be like, oh, there's my true Martian form. And she just kind of has like weird horns. It's like, oh, Okay, that was nothing to be worried about. And then later on, she finally has to reveal her true, true Martian form. And she never wanted to reveal it because she felt like she'd be an outcast. Oh, man, it's so good, you know, for... Ah. And then for everyone to be like, no, nah, we're cool with it. Like, we love you for you. Like, you're our teammate. Like, we're not just going to be like, uh, weird Martian thing. Like, we all have weird stuff about us. Like, we're all sidekicks. We're all sidekicks to various years. We all have our own backstories. Like... Yeah, your thing is kind of weird, and don't get me wrong, it's probably a little more weird than any of our, our stuff, but, like, you're still you, you know? Like, we still like you. So that's really cool. And then lastly, um, Zatanna? Zatanna? Um, don't really have much for her. She She's the magician. Um, I feel like we haven't really seen too much of her, but I just, I you know, I did want to bring her up at the very least. Um... Magician powers are always cool. I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan myself. And I'm a big fan of like spell powers and magic. And, you know, like um, to bring up Teen Titans again, my favorite character from Teen Titans was Raven. Um, uh, obviously, her backstory is really dope. And I feel like she has the best character arc in the entire Teen Titans show. Um, but also, her powers are really cool. You know, I just thought her powers were dope too. So, um, but yeah, that's, that's basically the team. Um, 
there, there might be some members in there that I left out probably because we have we don't see them too much in the show and then I think we're gonna see more and more because I think that's just what the show is like it's a team we're building a bigger cast of characters and you know I'll talk about that in a second um, when we get to season two predictions um, but yeah I think this team is really cool it's a bunch of individual characters you know they don't really sweep past people like I think everyone kind of gets their their spotlights and I think any one of these characters can be your favorite character in the show and I think that's really cool you know it's something that creators whenever they make a story with a large cast of characters you know I think that's something that they hope is that every character can be liked and we're not just like oh there's a character and they're just here for the plot and whatever you know every character can be a fan favorite um, so move on to the other big topic, which is our team always getting caught up in the big missions, you know, the big boy missions, even though Batman doesn't really want them to, he wants them to be young justice, not justice league two. So, um, let's go through some of them, uh, Cadmus and the clones, right? Like that <laughs> wasn't something I ever really expected. I didn't expect to find a bunch of clone things, a bunch of underground stuff, find Superboy. Like that's not really something that they expected that mission was going to be, but they got it and it was huge and it was a big, um, a big reveal and it had ramifications and we're still seeing the ramifications from that even towards the end of the first season. Um, and then also we have Superboy, <laughs> which is a thing now, you know, which I can't wait to see more of that. Like I, I, I really can't wait to see more of Superman and Superboy interact you know um the next we have protecting the helmet from dr fate dr fate huge character didn't expect to see that as much as we did and then we have like you know the 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 danger of them becoming like dr fate and then like oh man it's crazy you know what i mean like you know something that i think young like the actual justice league would have been challenged with you know uh they they infiltrate bell reeve you know, another thing where it's like, this is Bell Reeve, you know, this is an Arkham. I'm sure Arkham is probably like the, like the tippity top, but this is Bell Reeve, you know? And like, we had to infiltrate that and try to be, and try to, and you know, uh, you know, like impersonate ice people. And like, that was a whole thing. And there's some of the biggest, baddest ice people, you know, in the, in the land <laughs> that are here. And, um, there's like a prison break. We had to find him and get him. And then there was crazy, you know, like that was huge. Um, they help fight the in, the Injustice League, again, like, supposedly, the one-for-one one equal opposite to the actual Justice League, so you think Justice League would just take care of them, but no, we have Young Justice coming up, support, and they actually, like, contributed, you know, it wasn't just like, oh, you're here to gain experience, you know how in Pokemon, okay, I'm gonna talk about Pokemon for about 30 seconds, in Pokemon, you have your monsters, right, you have your Pokemon monsters, and um, there's an item called experience share because whenever you fight another Pokemon monster and you win your Pokemon monster, <laughs> your Pokemon gets experience, right? And that's how they grow, they level up, get more moves. But there's an experience share item where if you hold it, you have your Pokemon hold it um, in the newer games, all your Pokemon get experience even if they didn't fight which is great because it helps you uh, advance and it, and it takes care of a lot of the grinding. That's one of the worst parts of Pokemon is the grinding. Very boring, right? So it's not like that. It's not like the, the Justice League were just like, hey, we'll have them come along to gain some experience, whatever. It's like, no, we actually need their help. So that's that was really cool. Um, the Justice League has fallen and they must replace them to fight aliens. This turns out to be the mental simulation. Um, 
so yeah that that was another huge thing too where it was like um you know it wasn't like super real but like they had them simulate like everyone losing and dying and like how each of them reacted to it like that was awful terrible to put them under something like that like like that was really one of the moments where you're like man this show this show doesn't pull punches you know like this show will mess you up you know like you'd be like everyone's dying and you have to deal with it and how do we like oh man you know and then even like miss martian fighting out of it and then like the, the justice league actually falling like oh man like they did like they're still super new to all this you know and they're still like they're not really fully heroes at this point you know um, and then finally the kind of exclamation point on all of this is the justice league being brainwashed by starro biotech and the just and the young justice being the team of people to figure all this out and help them and unbrainwash them and like you know to find the technology to to to, to counter it and you know to realize that tornado man was you know like all this stuff you know like young, like like that was the time out of any of them that young justice bailed the justice league out of the situation like if they weren't here if they weren't a team if they didn't have the resources the world <laughs> the world would be an evil place you know what i mean it would it would be taken over so um i think all of that kind of goes to show you know there's probably more examples but those are kind of the big ones of like young justice not only getting big missions but helping the justice league in a way that they've always wanted to and i think um you know gaining the respect of the justice league like it's like we're not just your your former sidekicks like we are heroes and we deserve respect and we deserve to be included in the superhero fighting force of earth you know what i mean like we deserve this like we are capable you know you don't have to babysit us so um but yeah that's 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 really cool and then finally we move on to like i said season two predictions so um no particular order here we go uh robin brings up the fact that six league members batman hawkwoman john stewart martin martian manhunter superman and wonder woman um were gone for 16 hours so just to jog all y'all's memory um, this is the Justice League were all brainwashed by the Star of Biotech, which I just mentioned a few minutes ago. And, um, you know, they were basically doing bad things, right? They were powerful people doing bad things because they were under the brainwashing-ness. Um, we're able to get them out. Everything's good. Everything is good. However, while they were able to see what everyone did during that time, there was a few members, the members I just mentioned, that were unaccounted for for 16 whole hours so at this point nobody knows exactly what these people did and the people i just listed off were some top tier like let me let me tell them to you again batman hawkwoman john stewart martian manhunter superman and wonder woman these are like cream of the crop superheroes and we don't know what they did, what evil things they did for 16 hours. Like, do you know how capable these these beings are? Do you know what they could get done in 60 minutes? Let alone 16 hours? Like, what, like, what, what did they do? What did they form? What, what plants did they conquer? What, like, 
and that is definitely going to be like the main like one of the main things that we that is going to be talked about in season two but i'm trying to figure out what they did and then once we figure out what they did i'm sure we're going to have a whole new like ball of wax to 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 take care of because oh my god just let's just let's just take them all out just superman by himself could you imagine what superman could do with 16 hours if he was evil <laughs> you know what i mean like oh my god I, I i can't wait um what else we got we got possibly more romance um anyone who has listened to these episodes um there you know there's there's specific ones that probably accentuate it more than others but um you'll know that i'm a big fan of romance when it comes to cartoons and anime um i'm a big fan of what it is injected into uh different cartoons and anime so um we, we do have a little bit of romance here you know we got um you know some some couples so i, I you know let's see more of that you know it's, it's always nice especially like nice you know fun teen love you know um it's always fun when you when you kind of uh you know play around with that so i want to see more of that you know big fan big fan um i like the random additions to the team you know i you know i do like it whenever just flat out whenever we get more characters it's always fun because there's some characters you know i was never the biggest dc fan you know i'm definitely more marvel than dc i think a big uh proponent to that is x-men like growing up with the x-men the live action x-men movies um you know that was definitely like the main thing for me when it comes to superheroes um and the batman in general has always been pretty prominent in in pop culture um you know but like that's really it you know like batman was really it for me with dc you know when it came to marvel it was like x-men you know um and then um like ultimate alliance the ultimate alliance video games definitely helped a lot and then the mcu just kind of like you know forget about it you know <laughs> But, um, so it's always nice to see more members because like, oh, I don't know who this person is. What is this person's powers? What do they do? You know, it's always nice to see that. But then on the flip side, just more characters like, okay, what, what's their backstory going to be? What are they going to add to the team? What are they going to add to the, the, you know, to the dynamic, all that stuff. Um, and then also just randomly like, Hey, uh, episode just started. Uh, here's, here's a new character. She's in the team now and, uh, we're going on a mission. So let's do it. It's like, whoa, we just no lead up just a new member we're gonna learn what their powers are learn who they are just through you know you know doing <laughs> you know no explanation needed so that that's always fun too um i want to see more villains especially the bigger ones um there's a lot of villains a lot of dc villains that i know that we haven't even seen yet but then also there's a lot of villains that we have seen that haven't really done a lot like even the injustice league they didn't really do a whole lot they weren't really there for a whole lot of time so i'd like to see even more of them do stuff you know, I think that, that'd be really cool. Um, and then finally, Teen Titans follow-up members. Like I said, big fan of Teen Titans, one of my favorite cartoons of all time. Um, big reason why I even gave this show a shot. Um, I mean, not that I was never going to watch the show, but a big reason why I watched it when I did um, was because of Teen Titans. So there's a few Teen Titans members that we haven't seen. You know, we haven't seen Starfire. We haven't seen Raven, big fan of Raven, like I just said. I really hope Raven gets, you know, some sort of character in Young Justice. Um, Cyborg, I feel like is an easy one um, to put in there. And Beast Boy, big fan of Beast Boy. You know, can't wait till we see them. Um, I imagine we'll see all four of those characters at some point in the show. I think it'd be crazy if we didn't. Um, there's also other characters too, you know, 
um, that was a big fan of in Teen Titans, but obviously that is just like the main cast. We've obviously seen Robin, but there's the other four Teen Titans members that we haven't seen, and I do think we'll see him. Um, I should see how they play with him, like what what that what this iteration of the character will be, and how different it'll be from the Teen Titans version, and also just how they get incorporated into the team. You know what their dynamic is, what their backstory is, what their you know all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, like I said, very much enjoyed this show. It gave me pretty much everything I wanted, plus a little more. Coming off the Teen Titans Void again, Teen Titans ended a while ago, but I'm just saying that like me rewatching it somewhat recently to make the episode. I mean, I like, like seven months ago, but. Um, I was always kind of looking for, man, I wish there's more Teen Titans. And so Young Justice appears and it's great. And I hear that it just gets better. You know, I hear that like the more the show goes on, the more crazy it gets. So that's that's exciting. Um, but yeah, let me know what you thought of season one. Let me know about your season two predictions. Let me know what your favorite character is at the time. Like I said, mine is probably Aqualad. Um, and yeah, go to Tiger T on the YouTubes. <laughs> And uh, other podcast platforms to listen to all the other episodes of this. Um, let me know what other cartoons or anime or movies you want to see me cover. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Until next time, watch more Young Justice, watch more cartoons. Let me know what other stuff you want to see me cover. And I'll be back with an episode um, faster than Kid Flash. Kid <laughs> Flash.